This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Your discretion is advised. The Space Coast of Florida to Motor City, Detroit. This is the Savage Unfiltered Podcast with Michael and Joseph. And Anchor FM Broadcast on iHeartRadio. Guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. That's right, guys. We're slowly by slowly getting back to video. I uh, hope you like the camera angle. I'm on an angle that makes myself look more like Sean Hannity or Tucker, but hey, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, joining here on the left, depending on how you view it, is myself here, the main host of the show, Michael Gardner. Uh, we got here on Mondays and Wednesdays, guys, going to be joining the show is the author of Terror Strikes coming to a city near you on the right-hand side of the screen, Joseph M. Leonard. Joseph, what's up? Hello, everyone. How's it going? (laughs) How's it going, man? How's it going? Joseph, I want to get into this topic here. Uh, I kind of disclosed with you a little bit, gave you some side notes. So we're going to be talking about this uh, this ongoing issue uh, with L.A. County there in California. Now, if you notice, Joseph, they they just had an opportunity – uh, to use some of their federal funding, right? Their grants that they've been getting uh, since 2013 up until now. They still haven't done a damn thing about it where they've gotten over $150 million uh, from the federal government uh, to try to help, um, try to help the, the, um, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Oops, we lost Michael. I'm sure he'll be back any second, so let me stall. He was going to say to help the homeless. We see you again now, Mike. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. I, I think it's some, something going on here. My power's on. It's just, I don't know. It's, it is what it is. But yeah. L.A. LA uh, literally had $150 million, uh, Joseph, for grant money. And they literally, they haven't done anything to help the, um, the homeless there. $150 million. Yeah. Like, what's up, man? It's like with a lot of the schools, too, the COVID relief money. What are you waiting for? Why are you sitting on that money? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the um, the current uh, mayor of L.A., right, is um, was it Kevin DeLone? DeLone? DeLon? I think that's how you say it. DeLon. Uh, actually, no, excuse me. I had it backwards, folks. He's running. He's running for L.A. County there in uh, California. This this new guy coming in, Kevin DeLon. Um, and then the current uh the current governor that you have right now is um, uh, who is it? Eric uh, Garnetti, and he's been the governor of, uh, of of that county, Joseph, since 2013. Was reelected in 2017. 150 fucking million dollars, and, and they're not they're not doing a damn thing. Uh, of course, you have tents all over freaking LA. Uh, it's becoming worse than a sanctuary city. It's it's becoming third world. Um, I have friends that live in L.A., and they're telling me that they can't even go into a restaurant, Joseph, 
uh, without stepping on, you know, uh, bums all over the place, uh, damn near checking the sidewalks yeah. for, uh, for insulin needles. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Greg Gutfeld's position on this. Uh, you know, it is more expensive to take care of the issue inside the city. And I would think that these people even, too, would like some open space, maybe. Uh, perhaps, like Greg Gutfeld says, open up some real decent tent cities outside the city a more rural area but still close enough to the city where they, you know you still get all the services you need but it would be less expensive and you know and not an eyesore to everybody there would be the space to do it rather than trying to cram you know one big tent in a parking lot and shove a whole bunch of people in there and it's not quite the same thing, uh, but Eric Adams, in order to house illegals, is is uh, uh, contracting with Norwegian Cruise Line to have them put a Norwegian Cruise Line ship ported in New York so they could put illegals on it. And it actually works out cheaper because, of course, Government is stupid. They never know how to manage anything. Government bureaucrats are way overpaid. Charitable organizations always do things better and cheaper. So it's actually cheaper to lease a cruise ship to house these people than it is for them to uh, put up tents in New York City. So, you know, maybe yeah. that's an opportunity oh, yeah. they do in L.A. too for homeless. Yeah. temporarily. Yeah, yeah, I read, uh, I read something coming out of uh, The Five yesterday. Uh, Judge Janine uh, was saying that uh, $150 million in federal grants, where did the money go? Where did the money go? Well, apparently it didn't go to these uh, these homeless communities. No, and that goes back to my point. The government is inefficient in anything and everything it does. That's part of the problem. That's why money should be given uh, to charitable organizations who do things more effectively and more efficiently. Anything the government does, there's 10 layers of bureaucracy, and each of them 10 layers takes a cut off the top every time so by the time the money does funnel down there's not a whole lot left because the government bureaucrats have taken it and or given it to their cronies rather than it going to what it's meant to go for yeah yeah it's it's uh it's the fun stupid shit like you know uh lgbtq plus uh crap you know i just came off of a show with uh with soslin that normally joins us sometimes i hear on the show and we discussed uh what's going on with the american flag this is where it's going to uh Joe's crap like this organizations that just like oh what about us what about us well what about you you know you you want to fund your cause fund your own shit you know Exactly. And that, that's why you and I, of course, and the majority of your viewers and listeners 
our conservative and limited constitutional republic people who believe in small government and charitable organizations to do the, uh, for lack of, you don't have to be Christian, but the Christian aspect of to be your brother's keeper. It is not the government's job to do that. That is we the people's personal responsibility to do that and to do that locally closest to the people that have the issues and the problems. Federal bureaucrats in D.C. don't know what the heck is going on here in my downriver Detroit area. But the yeah. heck out. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, we got a caller coming in. Uh, welcome to Savage Unfiltered. Uh, who's joining us? Hello? We get, yeah, I think Richard from uh, from from Boston, Massachusetts. You're on the you're on the line here with uh, Joseph and Michael. I think we lost him. Anyway, it is what it is. I think we lost him, Joseph. He was on the line, and then I see him coming in, but we we lost him. Go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. Well, no, I, hey, first time trying it. Gonna have to work out the bugs, right? <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it wasn't on our end. It was on their end. I seen him coming in, and then I guess he hung up the phone. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, Boston, uh, you know, again, you aren't – we are all individuals. We are not a collective like the left likes us to be. You are not what your group says you are, like Martin Luther King the content of one's character, your skin tone or your gender does not make you a monolithic stereotype. So I don't want to stereotype somebody out of Boston, but I fear what we might have gotten because it was from Boston. <laughs> yeah, he um, he probably was tuning into the show, you know, obviously, I mean, this show is, is, is live on Riverside FM guys. So, you know, for those who are tuning us on Riverside FM, thank you very much. Um, which is a sister company of, uh, anchor FM. So thank you guys much. Appreciate it. Joseph, uh, what do you think that's going to happen here with this, uh, with these 10 cities in, in California? You think it's going to get worse or is it going to improve under this, I mean, like, like we, we might be seeing a new mayor coming in uh, towards like the midterms. I, I know they have a uh, they have a runoff race uh, coming this November. Yeah, well, the problem is if it's another fascocrat, as I call them, the fascocrats, they aren't open to anything. They just muck up everything they do and replacing a Democrat with another Democrat who may, you know, say some good things here and there, but at the end of the day, they always do things the wrong way. Like I mentioned Greg Gutfeld's idea. They're, they're never open to anything new. And I frankly feel that they don't really want to solve issues. They just want to be able to demagogue issues and continually use them as campaign rhetoric 
to help get elected, then do nothing. And, and again, going back to the money, right? Follow the money to claim we need more money. It's always money, 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 money. Look at the schools. We spend more and more and more every year, like here in Michigan, every year we give more to the schools and every year the teachers fail the kids worse and worse and worse. We need to fire a bunch of people and get good people in there and get back to teaching reading writing and arithmetic and i'll throw in history but the former we used to call the traditional three r's rather than yeah. the radicalism ranch and racism via crt that they're peddling now it's not a money issue it's a yeah. management issue well they used to call it the four basic principles of uh, of learning i mean you know you don't see that shit anymore now you see like nothing but you know, uh, these teachers wanting to introduce this wokenism yeah. of crap. Oh, you have to learn about gays. What, what, no, no, don't teach that to children. They don't. I mean, come on. A kids like a sponge, man. How the hell are they let, supposed to understand? Yeah. Let kids be kids. Let them have a childhood. Stop trying to peddle all this, you know, weird stuff they don't need to deal with especially in grade school. I mean, come on, there's peddling pornography in grade schools. It's not appropriate. And they want to talk to us about banning books. We're just talking, not banning anything. We're talking about just at least having age appropriate. And if you want to talk about banning, it's the left that banned to kill a mockingbird and Huck Finn. And, uh, they were, weren't they? And to catch her in a riot. All the classics they've removed from the schools. They're the ones that have banned the classics that are meant to teach important basic lessons. Huck Finn and to kill a mockingbird can be used to talk. Uh, teach about equality and racism. You don't need the CRT. was racism in them and that yeah. was the point to teach about the wrongness of what went on in those books <laughs> yeah. yeah i uh i want to get back into what we're talking about here with this homeless problem you mentioned something about eric adams right the uh the mayor of new york city uh there was uh there was a question uh coming from uh Ducey. Well, we all know who Ducey is right the uh the mainstream guy there the Governor he was, of Arizona, yeah. yeah. Or do you mean Peter Ducey, the uh, or the Ducey's of Fox News? You mean you mean the governor or the Fox News Ducey? Yeah, he was he he was questioning um, Eric. Yeah, yeah, he was questioning Eric Adams, and he was saying to Eric Adams that uh, you know, what do you plan on doing with the homeless? you know, in New York city. And he was like, well, we got to do this. And we have to put off these programs and we have to do this and do that. And he's like, sir, you're not still not answering the question. You know, like how come back in the day when mayor Giuliani was mayor of New York city, he handled homelessness very, very accurately, very maturely. Everything was in place under uh, mayor Giuliani. I lived in New York city folks. I can tell you 
when I lived in New York City during the leadership of Mayor Giuliani, right, he handled everything from even 9-11. 9-11 was handled very, very uh, maturely and responsibly under uh, the leadership of Giuliani. Giuliani had the lowest crime uh, in the city of, of New York at that time and, and, and even in modern times. Uh, he tackled homelessness uh, basically set out programs and this and that for them to, you know, to try to get off the streets and everything. You have these leaders now, man, they're not, they're not doing anything. They're not using the funds. Joseph, they get funds every single day, man, from the federal government. How come they're not taking these funds and, and, and putting it into like homeless shelters and stuff like that? Yeah. Mayor de Blasio was the worst, but I'm sorry. It goes to my point. Like we were talking about in LA you replace one bad Democrat with another bad Democrat and nothing changes. Eric Adams is no better than de Blasio. He's done nothing about crime. He's too busy going to plat tie dinners, acting like he's a celebrity than actually doing anything. And then like we've said, it's all about give me more money so I can balloon the size of government with more and more programs so I can hire more of my friends and family and put them in government paycheck jobs than actually do something with the money to fix the doggone problem. Yeah. Yeah, they got to fix the problem because, you know, no one's going to want to go to these places in L.A. No one's going to want to go to any place in the country when when they have, a uh, you know, a fucking tent, man, or somebody sleeping on a freaking park bench, you know, in, in front of a five-star restaurant. I get it, Joseph. I get it. I get that, you know, there's certain rules, you know, in that, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and again, with their soft on crime policy, the criminals are emboldened. And when they do arrest them, what's the point in a cop arresting a criminal if the DAs and the AGs are going to just let them right back out on the street? And that funnels down to our homeless problem, too. They are accosting people in the streets, you know, because there there is no structure. It is complete lawlessness. And although I reject the notion People are saying it's like the wild, wild west. Well, the wild west actually had structure and a sense of morality of the people. And everybody was strapped. You know the saying, an armed society is a polite society. It's not like the movies where there's a shootout every 10 minutes. No, the West was pretty peaceful because everybody was armed. If you attempted to do something, the sheriff was, uh, you know, two cities over. You didn't have to fear. You didn't fear the sheriff. You feared yeah. the other residents because well, they, they patrolled themselves. You don't have any of that today. They would shoot you, Joseph, or hang you. I mean, <laughs> it was altogether different then. Right. You, you don't draw down on an innocent person unless if you're a moron or have a death wish, because in the Wild West, 10 other people would immediately draw down on you. It policed itself. That's why one sheriff could handle a whole county. Michael Gardner on iHeartRadio Unfiltered. Morality and sense of proportion and 
self-policing like we had back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Um, I'm waiting on this guy to come in. I don't know. I told him about like 15 after. It's been like 17 minutes. Hopefully he did. I don't know. Uh, it is what it is, guys. Uh, you know, I, I I reached out to him like last week or excuse me. He reached out to me. Excuse me. I said it backwards. He reached out to me and he's like, I want to be on your show and this and that. I'm like, all right, well, come on the show. You know, are you familiar with Riverside FM? He says, uh, well, I, I do audio podcasts on, on anchor. I'm like, well, it's the same thing. Just about, it's just their sister network. They do like more video podcasting than, than anchor does with the audio. So if he comes in guys, he comes in. If not, it's, it is what it is. Joseph and I can handle the show. Yeah, I'm not I- like the, these other podcasts where they, they get upset with me. I, I told this story to Joseph one time where I had a podcast host, a big wig, right. From a, from a big network, literally uh, blow up the, uh, the show on me. I can't believe you weren't on the show with this and that. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I like the Riverside uh, anchor is great. It, it, it's a wonderful thing, but people, in this day and age are much more visual and, you know, and seeing us helps make us a little more personable and, you know, uh, it it makes people more at ease if they can see something as opposed to just listen to something. You know, I don't, the only thing I don't like with this Riverside thing is they like to do these, um, these freeze frames. If you noticed it, uh, they, they freeze me like every, like, so often i i think they're doing it on purpose because i get it folks in the industry uh you'll see shows sometimes where they'll freeze somebody and they'll they'll do that because they're creating like some type of clip you know for the after effect you know for the promotions and stuff so cut the damn freezing out there's so much freezing with this you know mackenzie's like she told me like the other day she's like mike what's up with the freezing i'm like i don't know like they do that a lot I noticed restream. We were on restream, Joseph. They were freezing a lot. I was like, "What the fuck's up with it?" You know. But other than that, I I don't know. I I I was looking at this article here. We'll change it a little bit here. This article here, guys, coming out of uh, USA Today. It's on the front page of uh, today's paper. Uh, I, I used to read this a lot, Joseph. The USA Today, where they're now saying. Uh, with this, um, what the hell is it? Let me get to here in a minute here. The Supreme Court, Joseph, is set for another busy term. They're uh, they're trying to push this LGBTQ plus thing. Yeah. Yeah, and of course you got the the idiot Katachi Brown on there now who doesn't understand what a woman is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they had this uh, this this main thing here on the paper here where it says "Hell hath no fury like the American woman scorned." You see that? Yeah, garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Well, they're uh, they're going to try to push this. Um, I think during the week, and it's only going to need nine judges, nine judges, Joseph, to try to push this crap. Just nine. Now, if they push this this new this new bill that they're trying to do with this, I guess Roe v. Wade crap, what does that say to our uh, our school teach uh, school teaching right the the classroom? It, they're gonna they're gonna put that in there too. Yeah, 
you know what? Is it Wilson's law about not equating everything to Hitler, but I'm going to go there. <laughs> it's Hitler's yeah. indoctrination. It's warp yeah. the minds of the children to control the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's... They're saying that the, the court's six to three conservative majority um, is what they're seeing here. It's a six three uh, conservative majority, uh, meaning that, you know, it could flip. It could be three to six or six to three. I mean, it could go either or, you know, but they're, they're trying to uh, they're trying to influence this with uh, with same sex uh, marriages. And they're and they're eventually going to try to bring it into uh, voting laws. You know, yeah, I, I don't. What would the connection of election law have to do with that? <laughs> and again, this is I, I have a good friend, Phil Stargell, a black man. All right. It should be irrelevant. But in today's world with the left identity politics, it matters. Well, I mention it. He talks about this all the time about the civil rights laws should have never been passed because they are unconstitutional. They are granting special rights. And that's what we're looking at here and talking about. And that's all part of this equity garbage. Equity or these other things are talking about special rights as opposed to our constitutional, God-given, equal rights. You have an equal right to attempt to pursue life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. You are not guaranteed an equitable outcome. You have to, based on your own individualism and merits, achieve. You cannot just have things handed to you. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have them handed to you. I mean, this goes to even the uh, the migrant issue. Remember the migrant issue the last couple of weeks with DeSantis? You know, they're like, oh, they have rights. They have What rights do they have? They're not citizens. Right. What rights do they have? And, and again, the rights they have are like humanitarian rights, but, I mean, they don't have voting rights. They, they, they're not a citizen. How the, how the hell can they vote? Yeah, and it always goes back to the left. Uh, peddling this equity, equity, equity crap. Again, you have equal rights, not a guarantee of an equal outcome. It's up to you. Yeah. We are all individuals. We're not a collectivist state. And uh, uh, I lost my train of thought on where I was going with it. Oh, no, because uh, Orwell, right? I was about to say, do you need a cup of coffee, Joseph? <laughs> George Orwell. If he were alive today, writing a sequel to Animal Farm, in which he says not all animals are treated equal. Well, today, a sequel to Animal Farm, and I discuss this a lot on other shows, I wish I would have thought of it at the time to put it in my book. Yeah. But today, an Animal Farm sequel, the line would be, some animals receive more equity special rights than other animals. So, I mean, the man was like a Nostradamus. And he foresaw 
this shit that we're dealing with today? I don't know. Every time I think of Animal House, I think of Chevy Chase with Animal House. Or Animal, 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 Animal Farm. Farm. Yeah, Animal, Animal Farm. It's like the college thing. Yeah, yeah. Animal Farm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Every time I think about it, I think of the Chevy Chase thing. Yeah. Is, <laughs> they, they should look at it like that, you know, like with the Chevy Chase Animal Farm and, you know, how everything goes bonkers and stuff in that movie. I, that's what we're seeing. You know? Yeah. Uh, and again, this is this is the, the left hates our nation and what it stands for. They really do. Otherwise, why would they keep trying to change it? And these left-wing people, it's never about really the racism, the sexism, or the whatever they talk about. It is all Marxism. It is all fascism. It's all about them having power and control over others. That's what the bottom line is. Them wanting to destroy our system of government and replace it with fascism. Uh, I wrote on the Liberty Beacon a few weeks ago an article about original Federalists versus modern fascia Federalists. I mean, Federalists of today have nothing in common with the founders that consider themselves Federalists. They didn't envision any of this crap that we have today. Yeah, we uh, we actually seen that article, folks, that Joseph's uh, referring to. If you want to see it, um, we took a little clip of it and we put it into a graphic uh, and we posted it on social uh, with Joseph's um, article that he wrote for it. Um, that's also, the one I'm talking about, Joseph, was in partnership with uh, Babylon B. Yeah, yeah, that's the one you're right. talking about. Yeah, I saw that yeah. graphic, and thank you. It's a very good graphic. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. You guys can head over to, uh, what's the website? BabylonB.com, right? I think so, yeah. But uh, the terror strikes coming soon to a city near you is mentioned in the Babylon B newsletter. You won't see it on their website, but if you get their, sign up for their newsletter, you get their newsletter I and terror strikes coming soon to a city near you is now part of the Babylon best section of their newsletter. I'm very happy and proud to be kind of partnered with them. I think it's a great fit because like I said, my book is very serious, but still there's a comic relief chapter because we've got to keep a sense of humor and the Babylon B head parody headlines have very important, serious points to them. So I, I see it as a very good fit to, to be partnering with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a good company, a good media company. I, I've been following them for a couple of years now. About you know, they come out with some, uh, some good headlines, good articles. A lot of people, you know, write a lot of good stuff in there. Um, I noticed there was, a, there was an article uh, – uh, was it about a year or maybe two years ago? I think it was about two years ago um, where uh, the Babylon B uh, company decided to write an article against uh, Joe Biden, you know, with the stare thing, you know, him going up the Air Force One. And I thought that was hysterical. And then shortly after that, we seen the memes, you know, with Donald Trump, you know, taking golf balls and hitting in the head with the golf balls and everything. And uh, the football, I thought that was hysterical. 
you know, you got to like media companies like that. They have humor, you know, we, we need the humor, you know, in this yeah. country. We everything well, I, always. I say that about conservative messaging at times. And this is again, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Greg Gutfeld. He, he's a smart and very witty guy. And in my opinion, he's one of the few people that get it. We are sometimes oh, yeah. serious in our messaging. The way to get a message through to somebody, like with the Babylon Bee, is through parody and humor while still making a serious point. Because that gets past people's defenses. If you present yeah. it in a humorous way, you can get some very serious messaging across if you do it yeah. in a fun sort of way. Whereas if you're get going at them from a all too serious point of view, uh, their guards are up. You're not going to penetrate their defenses. They just aren't going to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of articles here, uh, Joseph, I wanted to get into. Um, yeah, folks, uh, even the unscripted guys, we have notes and we like to look at things and everything. It keeps us informed. But uh, guys, I, I want to get into this one article here. Um, but before I get into that, I, I got to make an announcement here uh, because we have, um, uh, since we're part of uh, iHeartRadio, um, it's uh, it's damn freezes. I can't stand the freezes. They got to stop with these freezes. Riverside, <laughs> stop with the damn freezes. I, I, I know you're trying to make the clips and everything relevant for the show, but damn it, stop with the freezes. Continue with these freezes. We're going to go. We're going over to restream. Well, we are anyway in January. But damn with these freezes. Anyway, guys, since we're part of uh, these uh, uh, iHeart Radio, um, they like to have us as podcasters uh, basically pitch in uh, some events. Uh, so this upcoming week, guys, uh, for those who do have iHeart Radio app. Uh, iHeart is having their iHeart uh, Music Festival this week on iHeart Radio. It's 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 tremendous. They have all their music talents, their their music artists, everything, and they they put it on their app, and it goes literally all day. Uh, you know, at first when it first came out, guys, I, I used to be intrigued by it, and I mean, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it like that. Uh, these, yeah, this was a long freeze. You caught you with your mouth that. partially open. So I get. I, I think maybe they're trying to make you look like, you know, those good white teeth. You're, you're good. Uh, you go to the dentist a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, they obviously folks, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, this is terrible what they do. I mean, I think they're doing it on purpose or something. But anyway, guys, head over to iHeartRadio this week and uh, check out the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Also, too, guys, um, uh, we have a sponsor here on the show, LiveRishi.com. Uh, use that promo code PATRIOT. Not PATRIOT. McKenzie. What the hell's the damn promo code again? Oh, Savage Unfiltered. Guys, where's where's my head at this week? <laughs> Hit that promo code, Savage Unfiltered. On I, think, yeah. I think Hurricane Ian scrambled your brain. I think so. 
I think so. I think so. Yeah. LiveRishy.com, promo code Savage Unfiltered for 20% off, guys. 20% off. So, anyway, guys, uh, we just got an email from uh, one of the guests that we're supposed to have on. This travel attic guy or whatever the hell his demeanor is. Can't make the show. Oh, well. Okay. Well, hopefully you can make the show. His loss, my gain. I guess we get to have, uh, get to talk a little bit longer, Joseph and I. We didn't. Maybe the guy was going to be boring anyway, and we didn't want him on the show. So, anyways, All things happen for a reason, as they say, right? <laughs> yeah, you haven't gotten to your Florida paper, so we still need to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this this article here, guys. I want to read here. It's a uh, it's a Florida article. I don't do a lot of Florida articles here, so I think I should do the uh, Florida article. This, this campus here in the Melbourne area, which is not too far from me, uh, may lead to about five hundred jobs. So, folks that are that are looking for jobs here in the Space Coast region of Florida, the um, the Melbourne. Uh, campus here for Florida Tech is going to be having a job conference, uh, job, you know, pretty much uh, uh, event, so to speak, uh, this upcoming week. They're looking to hire 500 people, Joseph, 500 people for the, for the, for Florida Tech, which is a big, big technology uh, university here in Space Coast area of Florida. So, Guys, I wanted to bring that out, just a short little article. Head over to uh, Florida Tech, and, um, yeah, if you're looking for a job, go over there. There's not really much to talk about on that. Uh, yeah. Anything else, Joseph, you got here? I'm, I'm, I'm lost of words today. I'm usually my, myself, but I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're, like I said, I think – I screwed up the brain a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Hurricane Ian. Oops, I forgot to turn off the phone. <laughs> I think uh, Joseph's uh, secretary is calling him. <laughs> Normally, I so. take the phone, put it on the floor, cover it up, uh, because for some reason, my uh, the mute button, I could turn down the volume on the phone, but it still rings anyway. I, I think it's a bug in the phone, so... I usually okay. take the phone yeah. and put a sweatshirt over it to mute it a bit. But <laughs> yeah, what kind of phone do you have? Uh, I, it's a Panasonic. I forget the model. It's really nice because I, I am one of those people who do still use a, a home phone. But it's a wireless. So, you know, I, I have satellite phones all through the rest of the house so I don't have to run to the living room every time. And it also comes with Bluetooth operation. So my cell phone links to my home phone. So even if I'm at home, I could just set the cell phone off to the side and it'll automatically link up with my home phone. So I thought that was a very nice feature. I wanted uh, to be able to have that. But of yeah. course, you know, it kind of defeats the the purpose of a landline still being wireless. If the power goes out, you got no phone <laughs> because yeah. the, the wireless, you know, it can't communicate with the base. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. 
Um, I think I found out what's going on with me today, guys. And uh, I, I, it took a while. It took about like 37 minutes into today's show. But, uh, you know, for those who've been paying attention on social media, I've been getting a lot of footage in uh, with Hurricane Ian last week. And there was a lot of uh, uh, wind flow here. Oh, here. Uh, hold that thought, guys. Thank God. Bring some relevancy here in the show. Uh, remember our good friend, uh, Pink Sunshine? Well, she wants to join us here. So well, let's put cool. it here. Yeah, so... Pink Sunshine, we're going to – there we go. Pink Sunshine, welcome to today's show. How you doing, ma'am? I'm good, Michael. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, we're just talking about how uh, how I'm not with it today on today's show, but I think it's uh, – I think it was the 90-plus uh, mile-an-hour winds that I've been around for, like, those two, three days. Oh, well, sure. How are you doing? Uh, well, I'm doing fine. Uh, you know uh, – the guy next to me doesn't have his roof, but, you know, other than that, it's just okay. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, Joseph lives about, you know, 100 miles away from me in Detroit. So, yeah, the guy, my neighbor, yeah, my neighbor, he doesn't have his roof. It's, it was, it's blown off. It's, it's sitting in, somewhere in the river, the bottom of the river right now. So. That is insane. We don't have hurricanes up here, but we do have the tornado and flooding issues uh, often from time to time. So luckily we're out of tornado season. So yeah, my roof should be safe. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I figured that because he said besides you, I was looking at both of you guys. I'm like, oh, oh. yeah. Uh, it's scary what happened in Florida. It's scary all these hurricanes, all these weather uh related issues we've had a tornado warning a lot this summer and oh, wow. we got hit last year with a big tornado about five minutes away and it took them about a year to repair it's scary i have to ask you canada gets tornadoes sorry uh, i said canada they get tornadoes yeah where i i where i live we uh we don't get them a lot but we do get them um and it seems that they go in cycles. Like where I live, um, they had a very big one that hit 30 years ago. And they say tornadoes usually follow the same path. So we're expected oh, wow. to get another one. But we got one, a small one last year. Hmm. It's, wow. uh, it's not as common, but it seems to be a lot more common these days. Hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 So we're on this topic here with uh, we, we were talking in the beginning of the show about um, uh, homelessness uh, in, in, in California, major cities like such as L.A. and New York City. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. 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 We're talking about this um, this uh, this governor here, uh, not governor. Joseph, you got to help me. I don't know what's going on. I think I need a cup of coffee, buddy. <laughs> the mayor, yeah, the mayor of L.A. And, and the mm. potential incoming mayor, yeah. Unfortunately, you place, replace one idiot with another idiot and expect different results of this day is the definition of insanity. Yeah, there you go. Joseph just kind of p piggied in there. Thank you, Joseph. I, like I said, folks, I don't know what – I think it, I have to blame it on the, uh, on the hurricane. I think it was around – too much wind so it kind of warped the brain cells a little bit sure. um but uh this 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 uh mayor of of la this um this 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 guy here eric uh garnetti 
I think I'm pronouncing his name. He's been he's been in power uh, since 2013, uh, reelected in 2017. Um, and they were just awarded one hundred and fifty million dollars in federal funding uh, and still hasn't done a damn thing for the homeless. America should want Republicans to get back into into power for real simple reasons. We are pro family. We are pro life. We are pro making sure kids get a quality education, and we are pro securing the borders. Because if you don't have borders, you don't have a country. That's what the Republican Party stands for. The Democratic Party believes the Constitution is a living, breathing document. We believe it is a contract that restricts government power and government influence. Article 1, Section 8 outlines a handful of duties and responsibilities for the federal government. Everything else is left to the, left to the states and to the people themselves. That's what the Republican Party stands for. It stands for the Constitution. It stands for family values. It stands for pro-life. It stands for strong national security. And it stands for making sure that every kid in America can get a quality K-12 education. Mayor, uh, New York has ever seen after Giuliani actually fixed the issues for his time there. And and all all the wonderful niceties that brought New York back and made it a, a place where people could go again is lost. And now Eric Adams, who talked a good game to get elected, again, you elect one idiot to replace another idiot, you get the same thing, who's really the idiot for voting for these idiots? Yeah. It's the voters that voted for them. Yeah, exactly. I don't think everyone's really uh, seeing uh at all. I don't, I don't, I didn't, I don't, 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 Oh, sadness, but our world is very sad right now. There's a lot of things that need to change, and there's a system that needs to kind of break down somehow. I don't know how, because I'm not into politics, but um, I know that our world is crumbling, and we need to spread some light on it. Yeah, Uh, this is Malcolm Teasday, or Teasdale, excuse me, uh, known as the Travel Addict. Uh, Welcome to the show, buddy. How's it going? Hey, how's it going, Malcolm? Welcome to uh, Savage Unfiltered with uh, myself, Michael here, Joseph, and uh, joining us uh, from Toronto here is our good friend, Pink Sunshine. How's it going, buddy? All right, thanks. Um, a bit confused there. I just got your message. You said that <clears throat> scheduled to bring you in the show around one twenty. Yeah, you're a little late, but it's okay. <laughs> one twenty Eastern. I think you had the oh, time zone. Yeah, but, but, yeah, and then I mentioned 2 o'clock. It doesn't matter. We're here. It happens. Yeah, I'm hopefully I'm going to be on tomorrow so I can let you three guys talk. I just wanted to come on and say hi. Oh, okay. Well, you can uh, stay on with us if you like, but if you, if you have some things that you have to do there, uh, Pink Sunshine, we'll, we'll let you depart. Yeah, I hope to come on tomorrow. I did. Yeah, appreciate oh. that, Pink Sunshine, but I'm afraid your sunshine is kind of lost in the gloom and doom of today's show. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. All righty. Well, we'll, uh, we'll catch you later there. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in there. I send my love to all three of you guys. All righty. Bye-bye now. Enjoy.
So, so Malcolm Teasdale, uh, known as the travel addict, uh, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how, why are you known as the travel addict? Well, uh, in total, I've been to 110 countries. Okay. But oh, when I, I, I created a startup, technology startup many, many years ago, and I landed up traveling on business um, a lot. And we had offices in four countries and uh, products were sold into 80 countries. But I, I, since I sold that business uh, back in 2013, I've been going off on travel adventures. Even my mm-hmm. age should really uh, stop me doing that. Uh, I keep doing it. And I just got back about two weeks ago from an obscure place in Indonesia. So I keep doing it mainly because I can, you know, and that's it. So I, I travel all over I do the weird places where people say, what the hell do you want to go there for? You know, yeah. <laughs> that's basically it, you know. You know, every place, though, uh, e- even places we, I hate to use the term, but might refer to as a shithole nation, we are kind of spoiled. We we don't understand and recognize that each nation often has its own gem, right? Hidden gems, some real inner beauty that we just don't uh, recognize because, again, we, we don't see that firsthand. And I bet while you're there, you see some of those wonderful, rare gems of places that you know would be nice if more people could see uh yeah well you're you're uh, extremely uh, correct on that it's uh, it's an educational thing for me um the more i travel the more i learn i mean i've just mentioned i come back from indonesia well it's the world's largest um biodiverse marine park in the world so uh you know uh but the uh, marine life there i do scuba diving when i can and uh, it's unbelievable not a place like it on the planet i've been to so, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're right. You go to these places, obscure as they are, they could be a learning experience. And, you know, I've got a couple of relatives who say, yeah, go to these third world countries. Well, it's a derogatory term. It's uh, maybe developing, but we're all developing. And people live there because they want to live there. You know, it's difficult for people to understand that at times. But my whole process yeah. is becoming educate, educating myself and passing it on to other people, you know. Malcolm, I have a question for you. I, I, I hear a little British coming out of you. Are you originally from the UK? Yes, I am. Coventry, England. Oh, wow. Right okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you could take uh, the man out of England, but you can't take the England out of the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was back there in June to see uh, some of my family. My sister still lives there. I got relatives. So I go back about once a year. But I've been living yeah. in the States for half my life, so I'm bilingual. Yeah. yeah, Malcolm, yeah. I, I've got, got to ask you this. Because I just yeah, joined a, a new uh, social media site, Retalk, which is mainly housed out of England. So I put up the proposition, uh, you know, God rest Elizabeth's soul. Uh, now we got King Charles, and there seems to be an uproar that, for years, people whined, moaned, and complained about how much resources the royal family takes. But the minute uh, King Charles, now I was going to say Prince Charles, yeah. King Charles says, okay, I'm going to cut back the monarchy, 
they're in an uproar because some people will have to find real jobs. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know too much about that actually, but I definitely heard rumors from uh, friends uh, back on the other side of the pond there. Don't know what it all means. Who knows? It's early days, so you know, it's not going to go away. That's for sure. Because you know, in the world, there's 43 monikers in the world today. And if you knew that, and uh, you know, as much as we liked our queen, as the same, you can go to any other country. They're going to like their king or queen just as much as we do. I agree. I agree with you. And uh, I see that you do reside here in the Sunshine State, right? You're right over in uh, Pensacola. Yeah, well, actually, on the way, I'm about an hour from Pensacola. I'm in Destin. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful beaches over there. Some of the world-class beaches right there in uh, Destin. Love yeah, it. it's, uh, so the beaches aren't decent, actually. Um, if I had to pick a fault with Destin, it's happened over the last few years where it's becoming too crowded now because it's been a people come here for vacation, but it's in the summer, it's overwhelmed with people. They're still building condos, hotels, and and yeah. the traffic problem and all that, you know. Yeah, well, that, that raises a good point because, uh, well, first, uh, back to the Queen thing, I'm from the Detroit area, so I spend a lot of time over in Ontario, Canada. So, you know, I'm well-versed in, and, and, you know, we love her every bit as much as you guys did too. She, she was a great monarch. She really yeah. was. Uh, but as to the things building up around there, the left on the climate change paranoia crap again, point to the amount of dollar destruction. Well, you know, idiots, there was a hundred year storm, but compared today to a hundred years ago, there was next to nobody there. There is much more damage because there are infinitely more people in buildings than there used to be. Exactly. Malcolm Joseph here. I want to get into uh, some of Malcolm's uh, viewpoints here on this. You know, we we were discussing in the beginning of the show on the top of the show uh, with this homelessness that we're, we're, we're seeing in the country, you know, mainly in like high inner cities such as LA, New York, uh, you know, even in our state here in Florida, uh, Miami, Orlando, Tampa. Why do you think that we're getting to that point? Um, why do you think? Sorry, what's the question again, Michael? What did you say? We're getting to what state? Did you say? Oh, we're, we're seeing a lot of homelessness in this country. Like, why do you think we're getting to that point? Uh, well, inflation's got a lot to do with it. But I remember going to uh, Los Angeles. God, years ago, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and where they held the um, trade show conventions, and there were homeless people on the street there. Uh, Even then. Sir, not like it is now. No, no. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Sleep is one of the most important things to your health, and MyPillow is one of the most important things to your sleep. 
Call or go to MyPillow.com now and Mike will give you two MyPillow premiums for one low price. Use the promo code and you'll also receive free shipping. That's two MyPillow premiums for one low price. I tried every pillow from expensive down pillows that just went flat to fiber fill pillows that rebound every time you move your head. I even tried those memory foam pillows and the curve did not match my neck and it probably won't match yours. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. My pillow lasts 10 years, is machine washable and dryable, and comes with a 60 day money back guarantee. I personally guarantee my pillow will be the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own or your money back. Call or go to MyPillow.com now and Mike will give you two MyPillow premiums for one low price. Use the promo code and you'll also receive free shipping. That's two MyPillow premiums for one low price. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. City. They don't want that. They live in the middle of nowhere. You know, and that's what they enjoy. That's but don't, a good point. But it's but here's the question though. Don't don't these homeless people understand that they're they're setting themselves up for high uh if infectious types of diseases and viruses? Don't don't they understand this, Malcolm? What type of viruses and diseases are you referring to? I, I mean, mean today's yeah. viruses and diseases, you know, such as you know, uh polio and there's there's so many different types. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, when I asked this guy and his family there, I said, what about health care? And they said there is a clinic fairly close by. For anything emergency, they'd have to go into Ulaanbaatar. But, um, yeah, it's there when they need it. I've been in the mountain villages in uh, the Himalayas, and I go to a small village. Monetary, yes, monetary, they're poor, but that's the way they live. The kids go to school each day in school uniform. One yeah. big happy family. You know, that's the way they choose to live. They don't want to live in Kathmandu. It's chaotic, most chaotic place on the planet. Yeah. Get it. Even some of these in the bigger cities, like you say, living on the street, though, it, it, I, I think you, you uh, put it well. It's kind of, you're implying it's a nomadic mindset of kind of returning to roots of, of our past. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And as to what Michael was saying about diseases, well, you look at the Wuhan virus. If it was supposedly so darn contagious and running rampant, the homeless community seemed to not notice. (laughs) Why weren't tent cities full of dead homeless people? It's because it wasn't as bad. So, you know, in a way, we almost bring, uh, reduce our immune systems by trying to live too clean. It harms our own immunity buildup. Whereas they live dirty, but they build a big immune system because of it. Our natural system kicks in. Uh, Well, it could be uh, some truth to that. Maybe that's right. I mean, I've seen people uh, jumping in polluted rivers in India and Nepal. which are obviously polluted and they're all cremating people and throwing the ashes in the river and it's floating down the river where kids are bathing in it. 
and they may swallow the water accidentally. To us, it would be really harmful, but to them, no. They do it every day. Because their know, immune system has been built up. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember, yeah, hold on, guys. I remember growing up, you know, when I was a small child, and my mother would always say, you know, go outside, go outside with your friends. Now I understand why she, what she meant by that, you know, to build up my immune system. You have yeah. kids today that are so include with technology. They're on freaking Xbox and all these different co- consoles, and they're not building up an immunity. They're constantly inside. Uh, yeah, you know? I didn't believe that. Well, yeah. you know, it, it, the whole place has changed. When we were kids, well, I speak with me, I'm probably older than you guys, but you used to go over the park and kick a soccer ball around, you know, or ride a bicycle somewhere. Yeah, but the I other know. thing, of course, is the uh, the crime as well. Crime's gone up a little bit, and that's uh, obviously disturbing, you know. Yeah, well, it's yeah. like Malcolm said about them accidentally swallowing some of that water. I mean, when we were younger, you'd go outside, right, play in the dirt, and you would land up swallowing some of that dirt again. It's it's the oh, same yeah. thing. If you don't get some of that in small doses, you can't build up immunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably I don't. Know. I just well, I'm we're still here, so yeah, we've been through yeah, similar stuff, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're still breathing. We're still, you know, fighting the fight, you know, the good fight and everything. So you can't always believe what the media says. You know what I mean? No, less and yeah. less. Well, there's a, a tendency to sensationalize things, right? Or, yeah. uh, or, or the media, unfortunately. Yeah, you know. Malcolm, you seem to go to these backwoodsy places. One of my favorite places on the planet is Vegas. Have you ever been to Vegas and all the, like the red outs, not necessarily Vegas proper, but Red Rock Canyon outside, all the beauty that is around Vegas to see? Uh, yeah, I, well, I know um, the Grand Canyon's fairly close by, and we've driven out of Vegas up, uh, up north. Uh, yeah, not in a whole lot of detail, but we've done it. And there are beautiful sights to see there, no doubt about it. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Uh, uh, any final words before we close it off here? I know I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Malcolm. We, <laughs> we said a, a certain time and we were kind of, you know, uh, relying on that, but Hey, it is what it is. I, you know, I understand technology today. Everybody's schedule is a lot different. Uh, no worries. No worries. But, uh, but uh, as we conclude here with you, sir, um, where can some of my listeners and uh, followers find you? Um, I got a couple. Of, I'm on social media. I'm on English guy on Instagram uh, without the I. English guy, uh, Malcolm J. Malcolm J. Teasdale is my website. It's all about travel books. I've written by five books, but um, travel related, of course. <laughs> and then I do public speaking engagements. And uh, but Malcolm J. Teasdale, and I've got a, another book site called Traveling Englishman. Okay, oh, okay. And so that's 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 pretty much it. They can find me there, and uh, you know, find out all about me, the uh, the stupid things I do, and the, the less stupid things I do. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, you know, thank you for uh, for joining us here. I know we we tried to get you on, you know, I think last week when we had some issues or something with the storm. So thank you very much. Uh, pleasure. I'm glad you survived the storm. And uh, hey, take care of yourself, guys. All right, Malcolm. Take it easy, buddy. All right. All right. Bye. Yeah, he was. Uh, 
He was a good guy, a uh, good gentleman, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he made it in, even if just for the the end here, we, we got to talk to him a bit. Yeah, I I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean to talk bad about him. I just I just didn't know what the hell was going on, you know. I thought he was like, ah, shit, you know, I, you know, I've, I haven't, I haven't got an invite yet. And you know, I, I sent them the invite like, like earlier today. So, you know, apparently maybe, you know, it's whatever, but he seemed like a, a an, an interesting guy. What, what do you say? He's been to 108 countries. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I haven't even been to all 50 states, let alone you know, many <sighs> like, other countries. <laughs> like how many countries are there in the country? Like 132, right? Oh, in the nation, there's over two hundred. The entire world, how many countries? Like, 130? yeah, there's over two hundred. Because I oh, mean, there's a there's a bunch of little ones that nobody ever hears of. Yeah. <laughs> so just think of it, Joseph. He's there's there's over two hundred countries, right? Say like maybe two hundred ten, maybe two fifteen. He's been to like damn near almost half the world. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And he's lived in five. He said, right? Lived in five countries. Uh, born in London, um, I thought I seen a little British coming out of him. You know, oh, very much. Uh, acts like I uh, joked, you could take the uh, man out of England, but you can't take the England out of the man. <laughs> that accent is definitely still there. Yeah, yeah. We we have a. Um, you know, I got to get used to these these fucking phrases. We. We have to call up this damn company and say, get rid of the damn freezes. I, I can't stand these annoying. freezes. They're, 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 yeah, they're driving me crazy. Annoying. But anyway, <laughs> I was going to say, is January here yet? We're going to go back to Restream. Fuck Re- Riverside. I'm telling you. But, uh, but, but Joseph, we have, uh, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of British people here. Uh, Florida seems to be like very popular with British people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of Brits in Florida, and for some reason, there's a lot of Aussies around the Vegas area. I run into Aussies all the time whenever I'm out in the Vegas area. Uh, you know, it's weird the way people seem to migrate and settle. And, and I guess it's, you know, human nature again. We're, yeah. Deep down, we're still all pretty tribal. So we we want to be around like backgrounds, you know, backgrounds that, you know, like him uh, being a Brit, you'd want to be around somewhere where there are other ex-Brits. I mean, you you have, therefore, that automatically, at least in common. Yeah, yeah, especially the Orlando area. Like, we have a lot of people uh, from Great Britain, um, England. I mean, they visit here, and they also live here, so. yeah. Yeah, but I wanted to further point out, like I said, I mean, it's cultural. It's not yeah. racism. It's yeah. human nature. Oh, sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're going to conclude here, uh, Joseph. Uh, like I said, um, uh, thank you for bearing the freaking phrases. Uh, I didn't know about the phrases until, like, uh, earlier today. Mackenzie's like, oh, I think they do phrases. I'm like, how many? 15 fucking freezes in one show. Are you kidding me? Jeez. Okay. But we're going to, we're going to try to call them up and see if we can get that disabled because it's, it's, it's somewhat annoying. Uh, and I, I can't do a show with 15 fucking freezes. Uh, one or two is okay. Little right. clips here. Right. Cause you don't know if it's them doing it for their purposes or if you're 
system is acting up and you're actually freezing and can't also be no, hurt. It's not, but, it's not the system. I, I have uh, I have full, full uh, connectivity here, right here with the internet. So I agree. I agree. And whenever you froze, we could tell it wasn't your system because we could indeed yeah. still hear you. It's just yeah. games they're playing with the visual. Well, they're, they're, they're creating clips. They're creating clips for publicity. I get it. You know, thank you. But I don't need 15, 25 fucking phrases for clips. Maybe, like I said, three or four. One in the beginning, maybe one or two in the middle, and then like maybe two or three in the in the end. You know, but crazy shit. Joseph, I'm going to get going, buddy. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, the, uh, oh, oh, guess what? Guess what? Guess what I uh, I heard from uh, coming towards the end of this of this week. Uh, what? The therapy twins. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They kind of keep they, they getting want, put off now, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they want to come on Friday. They said because they they finally got their stuff together. They were having some type of issue with these goddamn motherfucking freezes. I'm telling you, but anyways. <laughs> They're gonna be. We, we got to put you know in, in the show notes. Uh, Michael getting fucking frustrated with the freeze. You're damn right, I'm getting frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> they but, uh, are yeah, annoying. They are really I'm, annoying. Uh, I, I'm told like there's other people that use this. There it goes again with the Jesus Christ. Is that 35 freezes by now? 35. I counted them. At least 35. <laughs> All right. But, uh, well, I think I'm just heading over to my sister, so I'm going to duck out. Thank you for having me on again, as always, Mike. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, we'll, we'll see you Wednesday. Hopefully, there there won't be 45, 65 freaking freezes. But uh, yeah, we'll see you Wednesday. Bye. All right. Take care. God bless you.